Hello, my friend. About five years ago, I found myself in a situation where I asked this question. If your life were an art orgy, what will it look like? What will it feel like? A painting? A drawing or a sculpture? Maybe a product of printmaking or a photograph? Since that moment, my friend, I have been co-creating with the divine to create a masterpiece. But alas, something happened. Some weeks ago, an event reminded me of my responsibility and commitment to ensure that my life is not driven by someone else's expectations or assumptions of how I should live. And that, my friend, is the redefining living moment for me. If that question has crossed your mind lately, or you think you will benefit from reassessing where you are, I want to invite you to let's dive in into today's show. Hello and welcome to Redefining Living Podcast, where spirituality is paired with style. I'm Aji Michael, the hostess of this party. So whether you're listening on your commute, exercising, or sitting down with your favorite latte, thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. Welcome back to Redefining Living Podcast, my friend. This is me, Aji, the light behind this platform. My mission is simple. I want to add more life to your years. I created the Redefining Living to empower you by providing the tools, education and digital resources to create your own version of everyday brilliance and whatever that means for you. If you're new here and you want to know more about me, Redefining Living and how we can work together, I want to encourage you to head over to redefiningliving.org or drop me a message at ag at redefiningliving.org. I would love to hear from you. So back to today's topic, what would your life look like if you if your life were on art? Now, this is the perfect time for a disclaimer. I don't claim to have a formula on how to do that, nor do I claim to have a method. This is hard because some things we want have never been modeled. How we are nurtured as we grow up, the media we are exposed to, and the world and times we live in profoundly influence what we believe we can achieve for ourselves. And so this will be different for each and every one of us. However, in this episode, I will offer three sets of inquiries to help you answer that question from this moment forward so you can create a life that inspires you, right? I think that's fair. Now, before I dive in into the three inquiries, I want to remind you that Making your life a work of heart will require bravery and courage to embrace the details of that decision. Like an artist, there will be pain spillage here and there. 
You must wear your creative art and blend those nicely into your life. You also need courage not to follow the dictates of those around you. Maybe your partner, your friends and the media. Because when you allow their influence, you risk losing yourself as a unique unique gift to the world. So I'm going to share with you the three inquiries. Now, the first inquiry is this. And I want you to write it down in your journal. And I believe many of us, um, many of my listeners love journaling. What are my top three values and how do I embody them daily? If you've been following me for a while now, you know I am a big fan of talking about really being grounded in your values. Do you know what your top three values are? Are they written where they are visible to you? What I mean is that what is important to you in how you love, how you live, how you work and relate. If you think of your life like a painting, these values will be your base or they will be your prominent colors. They'll be so visible so people will exactly know who you are. For example, honesty is one of my top values in my work. I embody this in the sense that I walk the talk. Anything I share on my platform, I live it. I am an experiential coach, not just an intellectual coach. I also practice honesty in my relationship by keeping a close circle. These people, they know everything that is happening around me, the good, the ugly, and the not so good. Some of these things I share with them, I have never been shared on anywhere on any social media, on social media. So I want to encourage you to find your top three values and embed them into your everyday life. That is the foundation of making your life a work of art. Now to the second inquiry. This is the question. What has served me well in my life until now that I'm holding on to, but is no longer needed? I'm going to repeat that again. What has served me well in my life until now that I'm holding on to, but is no longer needed? Now, this includes physical things, relationships, associations, and business ventures. In fact, they may have led to many of your past success, in your career, some things you no longer need are also mistakes you've made, opportunities you've missed, people you have hurt, past grievances, and so on. Ultimately, this is where you practice letting go. And the only way to do that is this. You need to be honest with yourself. Are you wrapped up so tightly with the rules your friends or family or society have ingrained in your in in you regarding how you live or how you work? So much so that to dare to do something they may laugh at or tease you about causes you anxiety. Now, in my life, this is the part where I unfollow some people on social media simply because I've probably outgrown some of their teachings or our values are not aligned. I unsubscribe from from some newsletters and I also redefine 
some of my relationships. I, I practically have my wardrobe last year as the clothes I had no longer served who I am becoming. So when you think of yourself as an artist, this is where you begin to shade out those unwanted areas by replacing them with beautiful accents. <laughs> now, if you are unsure of what is no longer needed in your life, I want you to stop for a few minutes and pray. Ask God, what will I need to give up or let go of to be able to align with my greater destiny? Say this prayer again. Who do I need to let go of to be a vessel for divine creativity in this world? What is it? What is in the way of me stepping into full partnership with all of life's creation? Now, when you say those prayers, whatever response you get, write them down and take action. And remember, whose life is it anyway? <laughs> All right. Before I take you to um, inquiry number three, um, this is the time where I want to ask you for a favor. All right. I am on a mission to add more life, vigor and joy to your years. So you're not just counting your years on this planet, you're creating your own version of brilliance every day. And I'm sure you have friends or colleagues who will love this too. Why don't you share it with them? You can even share on your social media page and you say something like, hey, would you like to add more life to your years? Check out the Redefining Living podcast. <laughs> All right, thank you. Okay, now this takes us to the third inquiry. Yeah, I just thought I should just chip in that um, <laughs> short ad advert, right? If you don't ask, you don't get. So share, share, share. Okay, so the third inquiry. Now, keeping the image of your beautiful art in mind and how it makes you feel. I want you to ask this question. What will I do now if all of life were organized around my success. What I'm saying is, what action will I, would you take now if all of life were organized around your success? Now, this inquiry will help you access how to move forward or whether you need to get back on track. I want to encourage you to commit to just one step now because more is not always better and faster is not always better either. But you must trust yourself to just take that step. I love this test from the Bible. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Can you imagine Faith is a substance, it's evidence, yet it's unseen. This is to tell you that the steps you're going to, you're probably going to take may not sound logical. But what I've come to discover is that we, each of us, we have an inner compass. However, often it is drowned out by the outside noise that we place ourselves in, trying to fit it into someone else's vision or what a good life looks like. And so we ignore it because 
we realize that it is pushing us to do something that many people around us, they are not and they can be frightening. Now, based on my own personal experience, the goodness is that even though it may be frightening, the results surpass anyone else's definition of true fulfillment. I want you to recognize that even when you trust yourself, you will have moments of fear, but then revert to the second inquiry. Pray. Remember that your life is an art and you are the artist. And that life is waiting for you to begin creating it. And so my friend, what would your life look like if your life were an art? I want you to leave me a comment. Head over to my Instagram or LinkedIn page at Redefining Living and share your moments with me. If you found this episode helpful, share, subscribe and also give it five stars. Until next time, thank you for listening and have a beautiful week, my friend. Bless you. If you enjoy this episode and you want to create experiences that will help you grow, expand and become more of who you're meant to be, head over to redefiningliving.org and join our list so you get all our fabulousness right in your inbox. Plus, there's a gift waiting for you. Thank you for tuning in.